Before we get started today, are you a business owner that needs to plan your content for social media, but something keeps coming up? You just don't have time. So come join me in Cabo, Mexico to get your content done for quarter one, 2022. Our annual business strategy and content planning retreat is coming up December 8th through 12th. Go to gsdhouse.com for more information. Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. I'm so excited for our guest today. We got to connect earlier this year, which depending on when you're watching or listening, earlier in 2021. And she has an amazing podcast because it's not something that we talk about a lot, especially women, ladies, listen up, but quit saying you're sorry. And you'll want to go and listen and subscribe to her podcast too, Unapologetically Abundant. And just the mindset and the energy that she brings is so incredible, especially for women who are like, gosh, we have to show up every single day in our business as moms and sisters and aunts. And when you stop and think about it, it can be really a lot. But when you stop and really think about how abundance works, which is what we're going to unpack today, it can really make a difference. So Patia, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here today with you. And like you said, like we had so much fun on, you know, my podcast recording that I was like, counting down the weeks that we can reconnect again because like you said very often people don't realize what really abundance is and what it feels like and they're chasing the wrong things for the wrong reasons and then they're surprised why i'm not feeling fulfilled why i'm always going from one thing to another thing and it's it feels like never it never enough right that feeling of never enough so i'm really excited to unpack that today I'm super excited. Before we jump into how you even evolved uh, as a person and a leader and a business owner to realizing, because I know you just weren't like born with it, probably like, oh, everything is above it. You know, it's like these life experiences that happen that we can either run from it or we can listen to it and feed into it and figure out like, everything is figure outable as Marie Forleo's book, Love her. as she would say, right? So if you can share a little bit with our viewers and our listeners about your background and how did you get into really practicing like what you're practicing today? I love that question because like you said, many people just were not born with it. Like, oh, my life, it's amazing. And I'm so abundant. And very often it's the contrast that we are experiencing that really helps us to realize what is true to us. So I was living in scarcity and that doesn't mean poverty. I was living in a scarcity 
from people thinking that you have to be working really hard to deserve things, that you are not enough if you're not people-pleasing other people, that you are not enough to say your truth and live in your truth. Because I grew up, and where my accent is from, from a small town in Czech Republic, which is center of the Europe, because people are like, a what? <laughs> and <laughs> that? Right, where is that on the map? Um, so... I grow up seeing like scarcity of respect and honoring and love and safety and really the the true heart companionship when you're growing up and you're feeling loved and supported. And I was craving that and I created the stories that to be lovable, to be worthy, I have to be doing things. So I'm coming from a place that I was mentally, physically abused, created an eating disorder for myself for almost two decades, lived through toxic relationships because I didn't even know how loving, caring, fulfilling relationship can look like. Like I saw it just like by watching like Hallmark movies, right? Yeah. Or reading the, the romance books that my mom was, you know, thriving on, but never seeing it in a real life. So it felt like this can be it. This can be true. And it got so severe for me to feel such a disconnect from who I am and who the world wants me to be that when I was 18, I attempted to suicide because I didn't want to be here because I looked around me. I'm like, if this is it, I really don't want to live it. So that's the backstory and stepping into who I am today was through this hunger, the craving for more deep, deep inside. I knew there must be more in life and that there is more to me than just following and, you know, like doing all the right things. I went to the school, I traveled to other country, learned the languages, finished my bachelor's here in, I did college bachelor's MBA here, and I was checking all of the boxes. But even when I was checking all of the right boxes, it didn't feel right because it wasn't true to me. So that's when I started to connect with Dr. Wynne Dyer, Louise Hay, Joe Dispenza, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. And these people gave me what I needed the most in that moment. And that was the hope. Hope that there can be something better. And I absolutely love what you're doing, Angela, because you're bringing on your guests and by them sharing the stories, you're planting the seeds in other people's lives. Like, listen, look, this little girl from Czech Republic, I'm not little anymore, but she did it. You can do it, right? Look at her, her accent, imperfect grammar that she was so ashamed about, that people was like bullying her about and look at it. My clients love me because I'm a me. And what we truly all want, it's living in abundance and freedom. And for me, freedom is abundance. And that is the key is it's funny because if I ask someone like what defines success or what defines abundance, you know, everyone thinks differently. And that definition is shaped by either your experiences or your past experiences. But a lot of people 
don't know where they're going or they don't know what they want because they've never sat down to think about it because they're just doing what they know. And oftentimes it's until you go out and seek something different, actively seeking something different that you're going to get a different result or you're going to experience change. Mm -hmm. So what told you, like, you know, I think of my niece who's, who's 18 right now and it, it is definitely so much harder on kids right now, just with like, I didn't have the pressure of social media in school. And I mean, I had a cell phone, but it was like really big. <laughs> it was like in my car <laughs> and I had a pager, but like, it just, things are, are different, but it's like, you know, in teenage years, you go through all these things and all these emotions. And it's like, kids, even as adults aren't really taught how to emotionally unpack some of these things. And so unfortunately, a couple months ago, one of her, her best friends who was 18 from church, um, took her life. And, and, you know, we, I tried to not push her or make her talk about it, but it was like a healthy conversation. And, you know, she said, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, I have those thoughts that sometimes it would just be easier if I wasn't here. And I'm like, I don't ever want you to feel that way. Like, are there things that, that I'm doing or your family is doing? And she said, well, not directly, but there's sometimes where people say, she doesn't have a car. She's like, people just say like, oh, I've got to pick you up and I've got to drop you off or I have to pay for an Uber. And she's like, I just feel like I'm annoying people and I'm, and I'm overwhelming people. And I don't like, like, I, I just, I don't like upsetting people. And so, you know, I, I talked to my, my sister and my mother and I'm like, we really need to be aware of how we're making the kids feel as if they're an inconvenience to us because that's not what I want them to feel. I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but we need to like be aware of those things. And I think just as adults, like, you know, we're, it just comes out of our mouths. Like, Oh my God, I'm so busy. Not that I don't want to make time for you, but when you're, when you're 18 years old, it's like, everybody needs to feel love. And like you said, if you don't know that love, if you don't feel that love, then you think just not being on earth is better. And, you know, it's kind of like a wake up call where I just, I'm like, we need to pay better attention. But was there something when you got into, you know, 19, 20, 21, when you started to surround yourself with coaches and people that really do their motivation, but they give you strategies and tactics and things that you can use in everyday life to really walk you through like how to be loved and how to love yourself. You got to love yourself first before you can, you know, go be completed as some people would say, was there, was there one thing or was there something where it's like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I just need to keep moving forward. And how did you keep moving forward to stay positive after you had experienced all of that? 
I feel like, um, and that's, um, thank you for sharing that with me, you know, because I feel that, like you said, there is so much more pressure right now because before it was like the internal pressure, right? But now we are looking at social media and we think like, oh, this is how should I live? This is how should I look and all these things. So it's like added pressure. And I feel that at 18, we are supposed to be adults, but yet we are still fragile, right? And vulnerable and really just building our personality and who we are and why we are here. So it's it's really crucial that we, I don't want to say censor, but turn it around, right? Like the way you're speaking to others, would you feel good if you're spoken to like that? right? Just to like flip it around and be mindful. And sometimes it's just take a deep breath. And do I really want to say this? So like really check in and back to my stories, what really helped me on my journey was there was just so much chatter in my head, like the inner critic and feeling like I'm not enough and I'm unlovable. And just, it was so painful that I, wanted to like change that so that's where I started I started to listen to um podcasts I started to listen to YouTube videos um looking at I just really love Louise Hay you -hmm. know and I she really resonated with me it was just like a a mother or a grandmother and she gave me so much hope because she started so late in her journey right after her 50s and I was thinking to myself like oh my gosh if this like little old lady can do that I can do that right so I love Tony Robbins I absolutely love him but I feel that who really gave me the hope and the motivation to keep going was Louise Hay because she was like doing so many things that we think like, oh, it's too late and I'm too old. And she just broke all those barriers. And also when I looked at her, I felt like, wow, one person, regular grandma, right? Yeah. It's changing millions. Yep. So what if I can do that? What if I can change people? What if I'm not here by accident? Because that's what I told my whole life that I'm here by accident because my mom got pregnant by accident. You know, she like didn't plan on having me, never wanted to like have abortion or anything, but it's just the story that I made. Like I'm here by accident. I shouldn't be here. And that's the story that I was just telling myself since I was a little girl. So I had to start shifting the things that I'm listening, that I'm reading, the music that I was listening, moving my body. It was just like, where I am doesn't feel good. How can I take one step? And I was literally taking it one at a time. Like when I was overcoming my eating disorder back then, 10 years ago, it wasn't as easy as it's now. Mm -hmm. There's so many coaches and mentors. Back then it was not. So, and when they were like, centers like healing centers it was private and exclusive and I just couldn't do it back then so I was telling myself one day at a time one day at a time one day I'm not going to binge one day I will sleep well and just really taking it one day at a time and also I'm very visual so I was like such a quote junkie 
it was like unbelievable. I would be like on Pinterest and Google and looking at the motivational quotes and posting them all over the place because I just, what I needed myself, I was giving to others. And now that's how I also built my successful business because I am the one I needed on my journey. Mm -hmm. I am the one. So that's why I'm relatable. That's why women trust me because I really became vulnerable and open-hearted. And when people see that you are really who you are, whether we like it or not, you will be yourself, they then can choose. But when we are wearing so many masks and people pleasing and pretending, even if we think that people don't know, subconsciously they can feel it. Yeah. Especially the new generation, they can feel it. Like my newest client, we started to work like youngest client, we started to work recently together. She's 14. That's my so client, young. one of my clients, um, she's a mom of four. We started to work together. And after a couple of calls, she asked me if I would be open to speak with her daughter because she was like, I don't want my daughter to end up like me. Aww. So I know that the world is shifting and changing and there is a hope and there is a light and we get to follow it. So if you're going through the darkness and something that feels really heavy, just keep going. I remember this quote, I told you, quote junkie. Yep. <laughs> when you are going through the hell, keep going. There will be, uh, this too shall pass. I remember I used to listen to guided meditation from David G. This too shall pass over and over and over again, because I didn't want to hear my thoughts. I didn't know how to deal with my thoughts. I didn't have mm -hmm. back then at the beginning of my journey, like a mentor or someone I could talk to, right? It's just like push through it. I don't like pushing. <laughs> right. 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 So that's what really helped me to turn around. Which is incredible because a lot of people don't. They don't know how to turn around and they keep going in a negative light. And I mean, I used to be surrounded, unfortunately, by some of those people and I didn't know what I know now. And I'm way smarter, you know, cause it's like the older you get, the more life experience you get. But I just think back to some of the people that used to be in my life and when I would learn like something exciting or a lot of my friends, you know, we, we all got married young and then they're complaining and, you know, it's one thing after another. And then finally it's like those weekly dinners got annoying because it's like, we'll do something about it, say something about it, have a discussion, go to counseling. Like you've got to learn to communicate. You can't just internalize everything and then blow up. And it's the same way in business, like with clients and team members, like you've got to know how to communicate because if you just blow up, then that solves nothing to, to, to do that. And so really learning how to work through that. And even in the last week, I was just telling someone else that some of the unpacking that we've been doing, it's like, we were not raised in no one still in school today, in college, people don't teach the emotional psychology of running a business, being a leader, how to better your, better yourself, 
it's like we're just floundering out there and then we find each other. And now with social media and groups, like it is easier, but it wasn't easy, you know, back, back, back then. So I just think that the fact that you found a way to figure out how to practice abundance and be thankful for what you have is amazing because there's no playbook that teaches us how to do this. So and, and when you think incredible. about it, they don't want you to figure it out. They don't want you to think for yourself. They don't want you to be a leader. When you go to the regular school system, right? It's a system for a reason, right? It's just like, shut up and listen and do this because we need employees, right? We, we, we need that. They don't encourage entrepreneurship, the regular system and regular school. So then when you have this feeling like, oh, there must be more in life, you get to figure it out on your own, right? And really see what is true to you. And I love that what you said a little bit earlier, like so many people, they don't even know what they want. And the easiest way to start, it's knowing what you don't want, right? Because it's yeah. so easy. Like your friends, when they come for the dinner, they're like, oh, my husband, he's so annoying. He doesn't do dishes. He doesn't bring me flowers. So your friends can tell you what they don't want. Great. Now that you know what you don't want, what is that you do want? Whether it's your personal life, whether it's your well-being, whether it's your relationship, your business, whatever it is, when you see what doesn't feel right to you, what doesn't feel good to you, what is that you don't want? Oh, I, I desire my husband bring me flowers every single week. Like I want to make a tradition with him to bring me flowers on Friday right? Talk to him, right? We cannot read your mind. <laughs> nope. Nobody can, but it's, it's a great way to start. Like when I know what I don't want, what do I do want in my team, in my life with myself? And that's how I started to shift from this scarcity mindset. I'm not enough. There is not enough time. The market is oversaturated. Who would understand my English and all these things? That's all scarcity. That's all poverty thinking. I shift into prosperity thinking, hey, there's only one of me and there are people who can connect only with me. And some people will appreciate the accent because they know I speak five languages, right? So it's like really going through this it's tapping into appreciation and what we appreciate appreciates and creating the relationship with yourself, creating the relationship with money and really seeing what abundance means to you. Like you said, like you can ask what success means to you and everybody will like explain it or define it differently. What abundance means to you. Everyone's probably going to say something different. But what's neat about doing these exercises, like in group activities, and I, I want you to talk about your retreats in a few minutes, but we don't say, we don't say these things out loud enough. And so it's different. And like, I'm, I'm not a big proponent of like using paper. However, for this type of exercise, it's like, okay, what do we want next quarter? What do I want personally? What do I want professionally? What do I want? Exactly what you just said, but it's like, get it out of my head and write it down and keep it up and look at it. And, and it's a good reminder. So what, what are there, are there routines? Are there things that people that are listening or watching that are like, Oh my gosh, I hear you, but what can they do to 
change those thoughts mm. and, and the way that they're feeling and thinking, like, how do you do that? Because I, we can sit here and say it all day, but what do you do? Head how trash. Do you, exactly. How do you get it to stop. Yeah. And, and how do you like really overcome that gap? No, I love that question. And the thing is that first you really have to know yourself. So for example, my fiance, he's very analytical. He's engineer turned into coach and he's very analytical and he loves planning and structure. And for me, that burns me out. I don't want to do that. I am visual. So first you get to know yourself for him, how he brings in things to life it's speaking them into existence he talks about it he declares things for me i love vision boards i have four vision boards around my home because i'm visual so for me like writing down the quarter and things like that i was like oh right but when i can look at it most of the things that are on my vision board are coming true. So I was like, I need a box to put there the things that already happened so I can fill it up with the new things. So know thyself, what helps you, what motivates you? How do you bring things to life? Do you want to speak about them? Do you want to write them down? You can also do like a video recording, like a video journal, if you just love like speaking and journaling this way, you can create a vision boards on Pinterest, but really getting clear on who you are and what do you desire it's really the first step and allowing yourself to have it and really trusting you deserve it one thing that I recognized on myself on my journey and then on my clients I was like oh my gosh I had such a huge epiphany last year I realized that what was really stopping me it's the sense of unworthiness when somebody was treating me nice, I'm like, what do they want when they are so nice to me? Because I felt unworthy, right? Of having the attention and love because I never experienced that. And even if you're coming from very loving, nurturing family, I can tell you that there are still stories that you explain yourself differently that they went men. Like you said, with your niece, like, oh my gosh, I get to drive you again. And we love you so much. We would do anything for you. But look, we can create a huge story. I'm unworthy. I'm burdened. I don't want to be here. Life will be easier if I'm not here. Imagine what's going on in people's mind. So we really get to go back to ourselves and feel worthy. Feeling worthy is everything. And when I realize it, I'm like, oh my God every woman needs this. I created a mini course. I'm like, I just have to give them the foundation because if you're not feeling worthy, it doesn't matter how many rituals and exercises you do to bring in abundance and feel good if you're not feeling worthy of it and receiving. So I do rituals like my every morning, it's different, but every morning I just create something that makes me feel rich and happy to be alive whether it's tanning whether it's going working out whether it's reading whether it's laying in my hammock I choose and it doesn't matter if you do five minutes or two hours the space and time for yourself versus waking up and reacting on your phone it's crucial because how you start your day will determine the rest of your day. So give yourself the feelings you want to feel for the rest of your day, whether it's sipping on your favorite beverage, whether it's just taking a longer shower and waking up just like five minutes earlier so you can enjoy the flow instead of snoozing. So the morning routine, I have also night routine that it's like winding down. 
very often we come like, oh, I gotta go sleep because I'm waking up so early, right? And there is no like disconnect from go, 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 go. So your body, it's in flight and fight mode and you will be like that. So your body cannot deeply heal and rejuvenate. So the night routine, and then weekly, I do weekly dates with money. So I do have like a ritual with dating money and writing in a journal, like letter to money and then tracking the investments and income. So I stay connected and true with money. So I'm present because in a relationship we want to grow and money, it's part of the abundance. It's you get to work on the relationships that you want work. And, and a lot of, I, and I still, I don't know why. And, and the older I get, I think the generation gets a little bit better where women feel okay with like numbers and money, but like growing up, like my dad worked and my mom didn't. And, you know, it's like, there were very defined roles where things are very different right now, like very different. But it wasn't, you know, I wasn't raised where it's like, yes, I'm going to know my numbers and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. You know, I had to learn all of that. And I don't know if it was like a generational thing where it's like the men are expected to make the money, know the numbers, take care of it. But do you experience that in women that you work with that? one of the foundational things that they're, that they're lacking or they're missing because they don't know what they don't know is like being comfortable with money and talking about it and handling it and understanding it. Do yeah, you- absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw the, the two mm. different like aspects of it. One it's being in really masculine and very controlling of money, like feeling unsafe because you are like in the, I have to protect and I have to provide. So that's one, you know, aspect the other aspect, it's like, well, I was never thought because we never talk about money. And what do you mean relationship with money? I receive it. I spend it. That's it. Right. <laughs> so that's how most women are. And that's how I was raised. We never talk about money. And it's it's like even like this believes that people who have money are not good people because that's what I saw back in Czech Republic. Right. Like people stealing from other people and like communism, like long time ended when I was like born, right? But still it's in my mom, it's in my grandma. There is a second world war. They're living in scarcity, you know? So it's it's interesting because not only you're working on yourself, you're also working on the generational patterns and really asking yourself, is this mine? Is this belief mine? Does it still serve me or not anymore? There are beliefs that serve you like, oh, you get to truck money. Well, that's a good thing to know what's coming in and what's going out. But for example, like man has to make more money and has to take care of the family. Is that still true? You see what I mean? But so many men feel the pressure. I have to protect, I have to provide. And then there are women who are making more money and men don't feel comfortable. Like my fiance, he was shifting a business, right? He, he left one business because the business partnership didn't work and he's building again his new business. So right now he's not where I am, right? And he, it's, I know that it's not comfortable. But I also know that if he's an entrepreneur and you're an entrepreneur, you've been there, he'll get there. 
And with the support and you cheering him on and you all having that in common, there are the entrepreneurs that I'm friends with that are, that are married. Like they do amazing things together because they understand the support that's needed from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. And then I have some friends that they're entrepreneurs and their husbands go to work and it's a different conversation and that's okay. Yeah. For me, it's just like when I was manifesting my dream and I was like, he has to be entrepreneurial really, because (laughs) for me, I'm like, how will you explain that it's 11 AM and I'm tanning half naked on our backyard and I'm like, (laughs) I'm making more money when I'm relaxed. You know, it's something that I'm still like telling him, honey, when I relax, when I surrender, that's when money comes. That's when people come. It just works like that for me. So having someone who would be like nine to five or eight to seven, right? How normal it is. It's like, Uh, for me it doesn't feel good but it's just me and for whoever it's working I'm happy for them there's no like entrepreneur with entrepreneur nine to five with nine to five you know what's right for you yep yep so you do we were just we were chatting before we started recording and you were telling me you have a retreat coming up but I want you to tell everyone listening and watching like what do you do on these retreats to like really work through with these women because you get so excited and you light up and you're like, I have this retreat. And it's like, you know, everybody's retreats are a little bit different, but what are some of the things that like when women walk away and I mean, they're, they're different people. Absolutely. They are. And it's fascinating because I just posted about my retreat that I'm hosting on June 18. And one of my clients, she posted on the story. She was like, oh my God, I attended two of her retreat and my life completely changed, like completely. She changed her business. She changed the country she's living. She moved to Tulum, Mexico. And it, it is life-changing. So what women walk away with it's first of all it's very important to be in really safe environment so they're feeling loved and supported and opened right because trying to figure it out by yourself you know and even if they some of them they are one of my one-on-one coaching clients and they work with me it's different to be in a safe environment of other women who want you to succeed so I use many different modalities. Like I'm just getting certified in breath work. I do hypnosis. I do Qigong. I do meditation. I do neurolinguistical programming. I do sound bath healing. I invite facilitators like um, Kundalini yoga, Reiki. We have human design, you know, readers. Because the basis is that you get to face and heal and feel about your past. So we always start with healing the past and releasing the past traumas, however big, however small, and then opening up to the present moment. Who am I really? Who am I when I'm not everything for everyone? And then we are planning, okay, what's next? Now that I'm feeling free, now that I'm feeling empowered and supported, what do I do with that, right? So we help them to have tangible actionable steps what is that you can do in your life in your business in your relationships so they're really walking away feeling immense clarity and sense of peace and that's just priceless 
and we hosted uh, we host international week long retreats. But I also many of my clients are busy, so who can take like week week and half off? So I'm also doing just weekend retreats, Friday night to Sunday night here in Las Vegas, and that's what I'm doing in June after my wedding. <laughs> You know, because I I truly believe in that check-in, you know, check-in with yourself, check-in with your tribe and creating the actionable steps for the next retreats. And it's so beautiful. Like I feel women stepping and raising their prices, bringing more abundance, creating more freedom, really deepening their relationships or attracting love, right? I have clients who attracted the love of their life and even like moving across the country because you're feeling so free and empowered that you're, you have the sense of being happy to be alive. And that's what I want for women. That's what I really want for them to be unapologetically themselves and really aligning with who they are. I'm really shifting so much abundance. It's like the, the byproduct, right? Like when you're yep. aligned, then you receive the abundance. So I was focusing so much on abundance, but I'm really stepping now more into alignment, aligning with who you are and your purpose. Because when you're aligned, you know what to do and everything comes to you. Yeah. And things become a lot easier. Like the decisions and the people that come in and out of your life. And it's it's just easier to make better decisions more clear decisions. Like you said, when you're clear, I always say clarity is speed. And oftentimes even, you know, going back to myself and in different businesses, not being clear. And it's like, just saying yes to everything is not a way to be clear. It's like, okay, what are we going to say yes to? What are we going to spend our time on? And how are we going to best help people? Yeah. And be clear on that. And then that clarity brings clarity to the right type of people, clients Mm -hmm. that are then going to attract because what you put out is what the the universe is going to bring back to you. And, you know, I I've, I've heard that for a long time, but until you actually like start to experience it, Mm -hmm. it's so cool when it actually works. Yeah. You're (laughs) like, like, oh my gosh, it works, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So really aligning with who you truly are, it's the answer for everything because then the right opportunities, the right clients, the right people will come into your life. It's so true. So if people want to check out your retreats, where would they go to learn more about that? So the best place, I love Instagram, everything. It's on my Instagram, you know, just by name, Petya Kolibova, and I know you will spell it for them so they don't have to try to figure it out. (laughs) So everything is in link in my bio and there's everything how to connect with me and if you have any questions just dm me we're preparing this in june and if this is too close uh we will also be hosting one for women and men in september in costa rica that's right i think you were were you in costa rica the last time i talked i was in bali you were in Bali. Okay. I know that you were somewhere and I'm like, that's amazing. Like, that's amazing. There was a women's group that was going to go to Bali in June and then they canceled it for the second. Well, they said they were going to reschedule. Yeah. And then a week or so ago, I got an email and they said they were just canceling. They're not going to reschedule for Bali because they were 
the area was still closed right now. So I didn't know, I can't keep up. I'm like, are things open? Are they closed? Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, I know. And and we wanted to do Bali in, we wanted to go there for two months, but then what happened is it's not as easy to travel as to Costa Rica. And for me, I don't mind, I'll go and I do it. But if we have participants, we want them to have a great experience, even when they're traveling. So that's why we chose in Costa Rica, because it's so easy to go in and out. Yeah. It's still a beautiful place. Like amazing. So yes, we will put all the links in the show notes. So I know a lot of people that listen and watch, they're like, I'm multitasking and then I'll go back and thank you for putting everything in the notes so that we can find things. And so I definitely would recommend for any, anybody who even if you feel like, you know, your purpose, like it's still like a great cleansing thing to get more clear. You can never be too clear on like what you want and, and where you're headed. And also too, like you have amazing people. And then when you're around amazing people with amazing energy, amazing things happen. So it's all again, what you're putting out and like how you bring back what you're putting out. If you're putting out negative things, then you're going to get those things back into, you know, into, into your life. And so I can just like feel the energy of how people go to these retreats and then they leave like a completely different person, which is super powerful. So it's awesome. It was so good to connect with you again. And thank you so much for your time today. This was awesome. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. And also I super honor you for the work you're putting out there, Angela. You are such an amazing inspire <laughs> and change maker. So thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much. And everybody that's listening or watching, thank you for your time today. And be sure to tune in next week to another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.